Kadoosh. <laughs> Bosh. Kadoosh. And we're live. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing? All right. Good. I'm good. Yeah, you good? I'm good. good. You've just been playing with fat groups. Yeah. Fat nice. grips and grip rippers. Grip rippers. Better, yeah. better promote both of them. Yeah, I we suppose. have to. But that's actually why I bought the fat grips because... Now we can compare. compare. Mm. Yeah. Both great training aids. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So just get anything that can increase the diameter of your grip. Get some. Towels, yeah. like anything really. Mm. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Who knew it was that good? Like who knew something so simple would fundamentally change like muscle recruitment, yeah. depth of muscle recruitment, yeah. like everything. Like I was doing pull-ups and I've never felt activation of like, I guess it's like mid-trap actually. Um, mm. I've never felt activation there, but yeah, I was doing pull-ups and I was like, oh, can, that feels amazing. Nice. That's great. They're, they're revolutionary. Mm. It's, a, it's a product simple. to change the world. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So what's your question? Well, I know what the question is. Mm. So I asked you earlier to everyone can listen in. prep you for this because I figured it was quite a, um, it's a question that even kind of took me back. So it's not, Mm. My original question, someone asked me and I was like, I don't actually know. Yeah. But I know the perfect um, medium to find out. To try and find out. Yeah, exactly. So mm. um, how can you tell if food is nutritious? Here's a jolly good question. <laughs> yeah. So simple because obviously so simple. you can look at something and be like, it's healthy. Yeah. But then how are you defining health and food? Mm. But ultimately, how do you know if you're getting if the food you're eating is nutritious and if it's giving you the correct nutrition that you need. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be multiple ways to answer this. Uh, first question, though, the person who asked you the question, do they listen to the podcast? They do listen Yay! to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing listener question. Yeah, and they do actually, so they've learned stuff from the podcast. Oh, my God. I know. So it's actually is doing what we designed it to do. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. So I can delve into the question a little bit more if you want. Oh, so cool. um, they work with someone who <clears throat> um, has just started a very popular um, weight, like diet company's method of going about life. Right. Um, to very, I don't, can we name? Yeah, we yeah, can name stuff. Yeah. Can. So Weight Watchers, they're, they're doing Weight Watchers. Yeah. And um, my friend's observation was, it all comes down to calories, mm-hmm. calorie count. Mm-hmm. But she, her comment was, but then nutrition, mm. because obviously calories and nutrition are not the same. Mm-mm. So then it came back to the whole thing of, if someone's watching their calories, how can they confer, How can they be sure that what they're eating is nutritious, if nutrition is ultimately why you eat something? Yeah. And then it was a bit like, I don't know. Like, I know how you could try and guarantee it if you grew your own food. Yeah. But, Yeah. Yeah. It, it, like I say, that is a really interesting and a deep question. Um, mm. Calories aside, um, you know, so often if you look at any kind of food stuff that has a label, it starts throwing calories at you, grams of fat, grams of carbohydrates, grams of protein, grams of sugars, you know, these kind of nutrients. Um and sometimes, sometimes you might get another breakdown of some of the minerals that are in there. Mm-hmm. Vitamin A, vitamin C, mm-hmm. vitamin K, you know, whatever, vitamin B or, you know, all these kind of good things. 
So I guess I guess there could be an assumption that if you see these things on a label, that that makes it nutritious. Mm. So I'm trying to think of a, of a kind of just flat example. Vitamins. Let's take a vitamin C supplement. Okay. It's got a thousand milligrams in it. Mm-hmm. So that's way above the recommended daily allowance, the RDA. Mm-hmm. So therefore, that that must be good. Mm. Well, that must be nutritious. Mm. But as we know, that that's actually a little bit more complicated. <laughs> it's it's not as simple as that uh, because how nutritious was the original product mm. that went into it? Mm-hmm. So you you know you kind of swinging back to um, can we produce food that's as nutritious in a lab that's as nutritious as something that's grown naturally? Mm. How do you measure that? How do you measure nutrition? Because mm. obviously the the sort of relative standard way is kind of how we work out calories is you know take a food and burn the mm. thing so you're you're calculating its energy. Um, but again, that's just so flat. Mm. It's so un- actually unprecise anyway. You know, if you take a gram of steak, mm. well, what kind of steak are we talking about? Mm. You know, was it from a factory-raised, uh, you know, animal that maybe has got very stressed, mm. it's kind of force-fed, mm. it's got all sorts of potential veterinary drugs in it because mm. it's ill, or use of steroids to make it grow faster. Mm-hmm. So is that health, is that animal healthy that you're now going to consume a gram of steak from? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. But again, how, how, it's very difficult to start dissecting things down, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of go, ah, strange analogy I'm about to give. I want to know how the hand works. Mm-hmm. So first of all, let's chop it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and and now I need to try and figure out how it works. Mm. But I didn't pay any attention to it when it was alive. Okay. So all I can do is break it to its component parts. Yep. So I don't really know how it works because I chopped it off mm-hmm. rather than studying it in its natural environment. So, I mean, I, be- I believe that um, a very nutritious food will tell you immediately... So have you ever had a wild strawberry? Yep. Describe your experience with a wild strawberry. Um, this tiny little unassuming berry had probably the flavour compound of like 10 strawberries wrapped into one. Yep. Like the flavour punch that thing gave was phenomenal. Yeah. It was great. And compare that with, say, uh, an unseasonally produced strawberry mm. that's large, mm. you know, like, yeah, you know, four times the size of that mm-hmm. wild one. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the flavor profile. No, it doesn't. Definitely. You don't put it in your mouth. And go, oh my god! Mm. Like there's not a emotional response. Mm-hmm. Yet with a wild strawberry, there's an emotional response. Okay. Um, and I would say the same for kind of fresh food. Okay. So if you've ever pulled a carrot from the ground mm. and consumed it, it's very different to just grabbing one from the shelves mm-hmm. in the supermarket. Mm-hmm. So, you, but how you can't measure that. Right? You, no. you can't measure love. No. So, no. I, so I do think that to some degree, obviously your beliefs are part of the answer mm-hmm. and your emotional response is part of the answer. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Damn. Damn. That's big. Yeah. Can you make can you make non-nutritious food more nutritious by like being thankful for it before you consume it? Like you know what I mean? Like you know uh, the yeah, concept know. that I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Where you kind of Again, how do you measure it? Yeah, how do you? Yeah. But the, so what's the difference between nutrition and vitality? Are they one and the same? I, I suspect if we sort of looked looked at like a dictionary uh, description of, say, nutrition, <laughs> it'll probably kind of say something about like a food's content of fats, proteins, calories, all those kind of things. Well, and then vitality would be given to the person, not the food. Mm, I suspect so. Because a food probably can't be vital as it's dead. Or it's considered dead. I don't uh-huh. know, actually. Is it there? Well, like fruit and veg. Is mm, it dead? Is it dead when it's been like taken from plant, mm, like mother plant kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, so nutrition is a noun, if anyone cares. Mm. Um, the process of nourishing or being nourished, especially the process by which a living organism assimilates food and uses it for growth and for replacement of tissues. Right. Um, The science or study that deals with food and nourishment, especially in humans, um, or a source of nourishment, food. Okay. It's It's actually more vague than I thought it was going to be. And then vitality, also a noun. Um, Capacity to live, grow or develop. The characteristic principle or force that distinguishes living things from non-living things. Hmm. Physical or intellectual vigor, energy or liveliness. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess the vitality would be the measure of nutrients in a human, Mm. almost, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, so how do you know (laughs) food is nutritious? I I guess, I guess the answer is you have to do your blood works. You have to get your bloods checked. Cool. This brings me on to another interesting thing then. That, That would probably be... The way to measure. The, it's the only, only true can, way can, of measuring yeah. are your yeah. are your vitamin store levels going up. Yeah, like what's actually changing. Yeah, how how is the system functioning? Um, so, mm. yeah, if someone's going to go down the blood work route, mm. how would you recommend that is done? So, from my understanding, you would have to build a baseline, and a baseline is not one test. No, a baseline would be we're going to test you once a week for six weeks, six months, yeah. once a month. Yeah. Like there needs to be some form of baselining because we're all individual. Yeah. And that obviously then carries over to the fact that the RDA is useless. Mm. I think here in the UK, definitely it would be something you'd have to pay for. Mm. You couldn't go to your doctor and ask for it because they, A, they wouldn't pay for it. Mm. You know, if it was just purely from a health perspective mm-hmm. um, and they probably wouldn't check as many things as you might want checked. Mm. Yeah. So, cost down, yeah. so yeah, there's 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 companies out there that you know offer mm. blood work facilities. You know, they'll send you something mm. where you you know often Pin, pinprick stuff, yeah. and you just have to fill up the vial. Yeah, yeah with less send, blood than you, you think you do. You send it back, and they they run the tests on it. What's the dangers of just being reliant upon one single snapshot in time blood test? Uh, I I guess uh, inaccuracy. Yeah. Yeah. Or not taking in individual bias into that mm-hmm. and that's just how you are mm. yeah your yeah your iron looks really low but that's just how you are but yeah that's your baseline sort yeah. of thing that's your yeah 
So I guess that's probably the only way you can work out if, uh, mm. if your diet is nutritious for you mm. rather than how do I establish whether this food is nutritious for yep. me. Okay. Is step back a little bit. Mm. Okay. Or, you know, eat from emotion. But Yeah, watch out for that. Though. Yeah, watch out for that one. <laughs> this ice cream is so yeah. good. Oh, it's so good. I'm so sad. I'm not sad anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's a great question. It's phenomenal because it even threw me. I was like, uh, yeah, I don't actually know. Yeah. You just got to do your best to try and put the best quality food you can in you mm. and see how you respond. Again, again it, it's more kind of from an emotional perspective or, or an intuitive perspective. Um, if you ever get like, here's a good example. You go to America and America is full of uh, cheap shit food. Yeah. Like volumes of it. Yeah. So you, the idea of getting a salad in a restaurant in America is quite tricky. Mm. So then mm. when you come back, you're like, oh my God, I could do with a salad. Mm. So there's like an, a, an internal desired nutrition that mm. says, just like, give me some nutrients. Mm. Give me something green. Give me something colorful. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, mm. I, that's what I need. Mm. So that's, you know, another way to mm-hmm. watch out for it. Mm. Like the, the good cravings. Okay. Okay. Mm. Cool. But yeah, I would I would encourage people to when they get an opportunity, is eat something that's super fresh, out of the ground fresh. Mm, like go to a PYO kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, and look out for kind of wild foods. Yeah, yeah. You know. Forage a little bit. Yeah, forage mm. a little bit. Go, you know, go to the markets and yeah, you know, have a look at the different food stuffs there, and just try try different things and yeah. see how your body reacts. Yeah. See if there's an emotional. Okay. Kaboom. Yeah. I still remember probably one of the craziest things you've ever told me. Oh. I know. But you didn't come up with it. You found it and yeah. then you've like passed on the knowledge. I just so. recycle everyone else's <laughs> ideas and thoughts. Well, no, none of my own. Like the, arguably the world's vitamin expert, Patrick. Holford. Yeah, him. Mm. Um, you once told me that he said, if you grow your own stuff if you grow your own food at home and you spend a lot of time around the growing food mm-hmm. it will change its uh, nutritional profile based upon what you need yeah which is insane yeah. and i remember telling that to someone who i thought was open to the idea of sort of weird and wonderful concepts in our Stepped world and away. stuff. yeah and he looked at me like i was crazy and i was yeah. like but it's come from someone that you claim to be an expert uh, right but they disregarded it because they were like, no, that sounds too crazy. Mm. But it's like, but your expert's the one saying it. Mm. It's mad. But that statement alone, you're just like, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a bit like, um, you know, mother's breast milk. You mm. know, it, it changes relative to what the baby needs. Really? Yeah. I'm not surprised about that. Like, it's amazing. You know, the human body's amazing. It can produce any chemical that you yeah. need in yeah. the right dose. In seconds. Yeah. Like anything. Yeah. 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 You are a full-flown, like, pharmacy. Yeah. Anti-cancer drugs, boom, there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, your body has the capacity to do that. Antidepressants. Yep. Like, the whole thing. It's all within us. It's just whether or not you can find the key to Mm -hmm. sort of unlock that system Mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing. Incredible. (laughs) We are superhuman. Yeah, we are. But unfortunately, we are given how we live and the comforts of modern life, we're the worst example of a human that's ever existed. We are getting weaker, smaller, arguably maybe dumber, um, because we're just reliant on everything to do it for us. Yeah. But you can see from 
sort of fossil records and stuff that a modern day human is nothing compared to what would have been. Mm. There's footprints that they've, they found in Australia of like a, I guess a, a really, really old Aboriginal. Mm. And they figured out it was a woman. Um, I can't remember what her age and stuff was, but she was chasing prey. And they right. figured out from foot depth and everything and, and stride length how fast and how far she was running. It's amazing. She was running faster than Usain Bolt at his like peak yeah. for kilometers, chasing whatever she was chasing. Wow. And that was just arguably considered to be just an average Joe. But I guess life was tougher back then. Yeah. So yeah. the adaptation or the baseline required just to survive was yeah. was high. Mm. And then as man got better at sort of the mass market. I think, yeah, people just became worse. You saw it with the cold exposure. Yeah. Initially, you're like, no, I can't do it. Yeah. I, I can't do it. And then you started doing it and your body was actually like, I don't like the warmth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want the cold. Yeah, I need cold. I need that stimulus. Mm. Mm. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Interesting. it's... Yeah, you're probably right. We're, we're a little bit weak and pathetic. Yeah. Our lives are a bit too easy from a physical perspective. Mm. So easy. Yeah. Mm. Central heating. Yeah. Yeah. Hot water whenever you, well, this is obviously making some assumptions, but yeah, hot mm. water whenever you want, electricity mm. whenever you want. I think it's probably safe um, to say that if someone's listening to this podcast, they've probably got yeah, you'd a like level to. of heating and hot yeah. water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, mm. when was the last time someone actually sat back and thought how lucky they are to, yeah, what life would truly be like if they didn't have any of those things? Yep. The one that I really took for granted for years was a fridge. Yeah. <laughs> The function to to store food food cold yeah um yeah that changes everything yeah it really does the the fridge is probably the the one appliance in your house that truly changed modern mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah that goes you yeah, yeah bigger yeah. seller yeah but even then like you can't get it cold enough to really like store food and no uh, yeah just not having to go to like food shopping every day yeah because stuff only will last twenty four hours kind yeah. of thing like. Yeah, convenience. Yeah, it's great. It is great. It's phenomenal. I'm so, I love those things. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, there's this sort of mild image of everything that Chris touches. He's like a, like an adult, but a child at the same time. Like, oh my God, what's wrong, Chris? It's a fridge. Yeah. 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 You know, like it's not bad. Like it's a, no, it's not a bad it's thing. It's such to, a good to thing. To rediscover the, yeah, the like joy light of switches life. and yeah, yeah. what the fuck's this? Yeah, yeah. The room is dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah amazing yeah. i'm very excited well that we had a listener question yeah get in hopefully we'll get an answer whether or not we answered the question i don't think we did uh, I, I think it was a it was too difficult too hard a question <laughs> easier ones please yeah. no i think i think we answered it to the best yeah. of our ability mm. Mm. am i squeak i'm squeaking i'm moving around on the chair a lot I don't think I can hear it. I think I can only hear it in the room. I don't know if I can actually hear it through the headphones. Yeah, okay. If there's a squeak, it's because I'm being a, I'm little, a little fidgety. Yeah. You okay? Yeah. yeah. Ramped up. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> For the fat grips. Any, uh, any other questions? Any other thoughts? What's yeah. going on in the world of Chris? Oh, uh, not a lot. If I'm honest, it's actually, February, not, yeah, middle of Feb. It's that time of the year where you're like, not a lot's going on. Mm. Just coming out of winter, starting to get lighter, which is great. Yeah, it was, but the weather's still kind of crap. Like first thing this morning, like you know, sort of six o'clock, and yeah. it's getting quite light. It is. 
because about six thirty, yeah, the there is light. Mm. Um, so that's really exciting. And then it's obviously not getting dark so early, which mm. is also super exciting. Yeah, I love the light. I just need some sunshine in my life. Um, the storms obviously causing some havoc a bit further north. Yeah, yeah, at the coast and north, mm. they are always they always get it. Yeah, they do. We're just protected around here. Nice and soft down in the south. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not much is going on, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Still not having milk. Like I've had the odd like dairy product, mm. but ultimately the diet is still sort of lacking milk and dairy and all those good things. And I feel great. And it definitely was not hard to give up. That's good. That's good to know. Mm. The, yeah. the idea was like, oh, this is going to be really hard. Mm. Commit. Have you had any strong or any adverse reactions to when you have consumed any sort of dairy? Like when you came to mine the other day, you, mm. you obviously had a mm-hmm. coffee, you had coffee, like yeah. a raw milk. I was fine with that. Yeah. Uh, the other night I had some chocolate milk that my sister left in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I got really hot after that. Oh. But I, d- I don't know what caused that. But yeah, I got like about like half an hour later, I started getting like really warm. Okay. Um, but that's about it. Have you noticed any physical changes within your within your body? Yeah. Um, so basically the reason why I stopped having dairy was I was... In babies, you call it cradle cap, where I guess the scalp is really dry. It's almost like a form of dandruff yeah. um, kind of thing. And I, I've had it for years and always tried to solve it through, I'll change my shampoo. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll put this stuff scalp on. treatment on and stuff. And it just never worked. And I was like, why not? Um, <laughs> and then it, it was simply, well, that's a signal that something inside is not right. Mm-hmm. Um, so then it was the approach of, well, if the outside treatment is not working, then the only option is inside treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's actually reducing, which okay. is great. Nice. So it's not been that long. Uh, it's about six weeks, actually. It's okay. about six weeks that I've been sort of off milk. Yeah, good. Um, but yeah, the, it's, all, it's all going away. I can't say I've ever noticed it, so... Yeah, I'm quite could, conscious of I it. Could, so. I couldn't give you any feedback, as if to say. Yeah. Do you know? Um, yeah, I've been not quite conscious of it for years. So, like, I don't normally let... Like, I don't try and, like, itch my scalp in public and stuff like that. So you wouldn't normally, I guess, see dry skin on my on my yeah, T-shirts yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah. it's also, it's in the hairline. It's, sure. it's on the back of the head. It's really interesting where it is, actually. It's interesting that it hasn't just... It's not the whole head. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. oh, like the band at the back kind of thing. Um, and then weirdly behind my left ear, not the right, mm. just the left. Mm. Really weird. Need to go see Mike Way. Ask him about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I thought we kind of debunked the Mike Way thing. Um, oh, did we debunk? Mm. Did we? Oh, I don't know if we did. Like I trust him, but at the same time... His claims are big. Yeah, his claims are his claims are, are strong. Yeah. Right there. yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's difficult for me to comment because he's never really he's never thrown anything at me. Gotcha. You know, when I've had treatment, mm. there's never been a big like yeah, attachment to something. Yeah, but he didn't throw anything at me. He wasn't like, oh, I see you've brought something from your past life and everything. Right. So that was good. Yeah, but at the same time, that kind of sucked. Because I was like, I want to know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know I was traumatised when I was... Well, not that. In, like In Egypt. Because I've got a birthmark that runs, um, I guess, down the centre of my forehead and like literally along my head mm-hmm. all the way back. So people call that a sparrow mark. 
um, I guess where the sparrow would have grabbed me and, and yeah. carried me. Okay. But to me, that's kind of like prime location to, I guess, previous life death. So something whacked me in the in the middle of the head. And, Axe in the head? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's kind of what I was hoping. You're a warlock. You're a warlock, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I was hoping for that. Yeah. But he, or, yeah. or a viking. Or, but he said to me, he was like, you haven't brought anything through. Right. With you. So I was like, okay. Okay. Cool. Which is good. Yeah. Ultimately, that's that's the that's, answer you yeah, want to hear. That's the answer you want to hear. But yeah, his, his statements are big. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe you just need to spend more time around the dude. Would I go so far as to say I, we debunked him? I think that's quite a strong statement. That is a strong statement because obviously we never never really spent that much time mm. actually trying to be involved in that and stuff. Huh. I don't know. But I can feel, but I can't see. Yeah. So like I, I'm... I'm conscious of like energy shifts with people, rooms, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like I feel it. Um, I can tell you when there's an energy shift and good vibes, bad vibes, that sort of thing. Okay. I, I seem to be in, incredibly um, sensitive to that. Oh. But like during meditation and stuff, I don't see stuff. There's no, right. there's no perception of. Yeah, there's no visual yeah, kind of drive. Yeah, there's, not, there's no visual drive to go black. with it. It's just feeling. Hmm. So when he was trying to walk me through one of his um, things, I was like, yeah. I can feel it. Yeah. I can't see it. Can't see it. Mm. And like my mind couldn't even really imagine it. Okay. Maybe I just need to get off the floor ride. I don't know. Do you? <laughs> I'm on toothpaste that's got a little bit of fluoride in it. Right. Okay. I've got some stock, so I don't want to like waste money and just like throw it all away. I'm a bit like, I'm sure that little bit of fluoride mm-hmm. probably isn't doing, or hopefully isn't doing much long-term damage. Mm. So I want to use up the stock and then I will shift to a non-fluoride toothpaste. Mm-hmm. But that's the only, that and the tiny little bit of fluoride in my drinking water, that's the only yeah. like active sources of fluoride that I'm ingesting. Yeah. And I also the, wonder the how... Na- naturally occurring fluoride in your drinking water, as opposed to... Yep, it's not fluorided water, yeah. yeah, we're not far fluoride enough... Yeah, we're not far enough war, um, north for that. Okay. Um, um, you're going to have to go into more depth, though, on the whole fluoride thing, because I know why... You, okay. But, for people who don't know... But why Why would you say, um, in terms of seeing things, would you then make the comment about reducing fluoride? Um... Seeing things from a meditation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, for people that don't know, um, fluoride instantly shuts off the pineal gland. So the pineal gland's the the third eye. Um, that's also what it goes by. And I just kind of had this assumption that if the third eye was open, mm-hmm. then maybe the the visualizations or the the images would be easier to see mm. because kind of in my head that mm-hmm. that's the eye that would need to be open to visualize this stuff if that makes any sense yeah yeah but because i'm i guess having a little bit of fluoride twice a day probably just enough to just keep that guy turned off could be enough yeah but then you you also wonder how much fluoride is actually needing to be ingested how quickly is the mouth absorbing it even though the mouth is such an like a, yeah because you're not swallowing that yeah. stuff yeah. yeah yeah it's just in the mouth for the two minutes and then spit yeah I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since I looked at, like, what are toxic levels of things like fluoride. Mm. And it's pretty low. It's got to be pretty, pretty low, because you know. isn't it a man-made substance? Uh, Is it naturally occurring? Ooh, I don't know. It's fluoride. I don't know. Hang on, let me. You know, it's a little bit like uh, like mercury. Yeah. Didn't take a lot to... No. 
really you know when, when you consider all the people who have like mercury amalgam fillings and the real scary bit there is uh get friendly with your dentist and ask to see the um uh waste um uh, what's the word i'm looking for what they have to do with like the waste material for amalgam fillings mm. like what the government regulations are on that stuff mm. once it's been pulled from a tooth well, mm. how they have to di- dispose of it. But it's just all the stuff that they wear during the removal of it mm-hmm. and everything. Well, like, some, some dentists will just take that sucker out, no problems. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let that, yeah. they're all good with yeah. a little bit of like... Yeah, it's all fine. Mercury. Yeah, mercury vapour, it's all right. Uh, it's all good? Yeah, it's fresh. Super deadly, it's all good. <laughs> but yeah, that if, you know, if you've got any mercury fillings and you think they can't be doing any damage, have a look at what dentists have to do to dispose of the stuff. Once it comes from your face. <laughs> Once it's been dislodged. It's kind of mad. You winning? Kind of. Kind of. I'm trying to look at fluoride, whether it's mm. man-made or not. I can't remember. Uh, that's because, yeah. What you doing? Well, I typed in, is fluoride man-made or natural? And then it changed my search to, is fluorine, fluorine, fluorine? Um, Why? Fluoride. I don't know. Why? Uh, so you do seem to get natural fluoride and man-made fluoride. Yeah. Um, and I'm guessing the chances are that anything that is added, what? toothpastes and... On the heels of a recent... On recent news that the fluoride in North American drinking supplies is considered to be a neurotoxin... <laughs> According to the study in the top peer review medical journal, The Lancet. That's quite... On par with some of the most notorious environmental toxins out there, many people are becoming more interested in the truth about fluoride. Mm -hmm. So if anyone's interested, there's a really interesting article. What is the difference between natural fluoride and the kind that is artificially added to our water supply in althealthworks.com? I shall read that later. Oh, that needs to go in show notes. That will go in the show notes. Oh, show notes. Show notes. That's a thing. We literally didn't, we weren't generating any show notes until then. No, No, we weren't. (laughs) So how much toothpaste you got left before you were out? One tube. One tube. Yeah. One Um, full tube. Yeah. That thing's pretty good. Mm. Okay. Mm. I'm aware of it. But pick your battles. I also didn't want to just send the body in complete haywire of like you know all that stuff you might be slightly dependent on i'm just <laughs> going to completely cut it <laughs> overnight <laughs> that seemed like a terrible cold idea turkey yeah yeah but to go cold turkey on that many things that yeah. seemed like a terrible idea so it's one at a time pick the one that's creating the biggest issue cut that get used to it being cut and then crack on or, or pick, go the other way yeah, yeah the smallest first into the biggest or whatever pick, you feel comfortable yeah exactly yeah pick the one that's easiest for you to deal with mm, but do one yeah because one's a big change. Yeah. Just me not having dairies, like a large enough shock to the system. So I didn't want mm. to also then potentially chuck in fluoride. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's sound advice. You know, people are a bit too quick to kind of remove many multiple kind mm. of products. From- I'm going on a diet tomorrow and from tomorrow I'm not having yeah. 90% of the things I've previously had for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, why, why, are you, uh, why are you in Domino's? Because uh, tomorrow I'm going on a diet. 
Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, just getting the last one in before <laughs> I'm not allowed it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a poor van that has been set that there's turnaround space in the in the house. There isn't. There's, there's not. <laughs> Luckily, that's quite a small van. Mm. He won't have any trouble doing what he needs to yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Needs to do that turning circle. Yeah, we need to get labouring. Yeah, we do. Get labouring. I might try and do some cement work this weekend. Need to finish laying the curbstones. Mm. But it's kind of weather dependent. I don't know how much rain's going to be coming it's in this very, weekend. Yeah. Like, I'm happy to work outside in the wind. Yeah, wind's not a problem. Wind's not a problem. Mm. Rain's a bit of a problem. Yeah. yeah. Laying cement. Mm. Yeah. Get to try the new cement mixer. Ooh. Right. It's like orange and professional and stuff. Proper job. Proper, proper cement mixer. Approved by the builder next door. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love a bit DIY. Mm, love me some DIY. It's always satisfying to turn around and actually see progress. I think, well, it is, yeah, it's incredibly satisfying. But I think it's amazing when, like, a builder comes around and you're like, I did that. And they say, yeah, that's, I wouldn't have done it any differently. Well, yeah, that's... The, that's right there. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. winning at life. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. high five moment. Yeah. Yeah. When you get the high five from the builder being like, yep, yeah. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Like, Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Thank you very much for your time. It's always a pleasure. But before you go, oh. maybe another coffee. <laughs> It'd be rude not to get some <laughs> Owens happening. Oh, love me some Owens. Andy Mills, you're going to love it. <laughs>